Welcome to the Thought Police. This is me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan, who I'm sorry to say has just arrived in a pretty bad mood. Because guess what? He was fucking late. Yeah, I was fucking late. I was fucking late, but it's pre-strike <laughs> games. Tomorrow pre-strike. is the tube strike yeah. here in London, but the fuckers have got going already. I mean, fucking hell. So you come down from uh, where I live in Hampstead, you get the Northern Line, right? I'm just explaining this for people who live outside of London. Yeah, yeah. And there are two lines. Who won't know what you're talking about. In order about. to get to where we're doing this podcast, you have to get the, charing, uh, the bank line. Uh, so I get the bank line. And this is the one that's been shut for about yeah, a year. Well, the right? bank line has only reopened about two weeks ago. Yeah. So I get the bank line, uh, and just as it pulls into Camden, uh, where they, there are two lines, it announces, oh, this isn't going on the bank line anymore, it's going on the Charing Cross <laughs> line. So I go, oh, fucking hell. So I get, like everyone else, I get off the fucking train. It says six minutes to the next bank train, so I stand there like a cunt. Uh, the, fu- <laughs> the fucking... Tre- yeah, with everyone else, yeah. a load of cunts waiting. And then the fucking train comes in. I mean, literally, as it pulls into the platform, there's the sign saying it changes from via bank <laughs> to via Charing Cross. Go, fuck me! And then it says, there's another bank train coming in four minutes. All right, I'll wait for that. So you wait for that one. Fucking next one comes in. Same thing, just as it's coming in. It's now going via the Charing Cross line. I said, right, I'll give it one more fucking time. The next one comes in, fucking does it again. I said, right, I'm getting on the Charing Cross. Go to fucking... Uh, Why didn't they just say they're all fucking doing No explanation. No fucking explanation. And you know what it fucking is. When these cunts have a strike, they need like about eight days before it to <laughs> mentally prepare yeah, yeah. for being lazy bastards who aren't going to work. <laughs> so the fucking tube system is to fucking fuck already. And the, and the strike hasn't even fucking started. You won't be able to get home after yeah. this, will you? To, to, it's, to the Mayor of London, every journey matters. Does it fuck? You fucking dwarf. <laughs> well, anyway, you got here eventually. Yeah, I got here. But this is it. They're already saying, right, that to, to this afternoon, the trains, the main train lines are going to start drying up, basically. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. Not because they're on strike tonight, but because they're on strike tomorrow. So apparently they have to start pulling the trains from about five, six o'clock yeah. tonight. It's a fucking joke, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, uh, you know, I've got, let's... Uh, uh, spare a thought for our friends, uh, the TFL tube drivers. Mm. The average earnings are nearly sixty thousand pounds a year. 50, yeah, fifty-nine thousand four hundred and sixty or something. That's for yeah, a four-day week. Four-day week, yeah. and they and they all do like kind of limited amounts of overtime. And apparently, many of them get more than a hundred thousand pounds a year. And we don't even fucking need them. No, we don't even need them. All they do is they they fucking press this switch and then they unpress it. That's all they fucking do. do you remember and they you used could to automate say, it. We could fucking save a fortune. Well, do you remember they, they used could to be say, on strike for the rest of their fucking useless lives. Well, they, they, they used to fucking say they needed a guard. Do you remember? He yeah. used to stand in the fucking, yeah. uh, the last carriage yeah. and press a load of fucking buttons yeah. and shut the doors. And then uh, after a long and protracted industrial dispute, they got more money and they didn't need yeah. them anymore. Yeah. You know, it was not a question of safety. Yeah. You know, nobody gets trapped in the fucking doors because they're not there. No, exactly. Everybody does fucking, Yeah, well, let's look, you know, yeah, I mean, let, this is the whole point about the RMT strike. Okay, they want a 7% pay rise and not getting that. Fuck off. Uh, but 
Uh, it's all about it's all about trying to retain staff who, for many years, have not been necessary. Yeah. You know, sympathy for them and all that, but you cannot right. you well, cannot stand well you cannot stand against the progress of time. The Luddites tried it. You know, the Fleet Street printers tried it. Yeah. And now this Mick Lynch, he's going to be the fucking Arthur Scargill of the yeah. rail industry. Who lost? He's going to put all his fucking members out of fucking work. Yeah. The stupid bald cunt. I know, but it's all right for him because he's got a copper plated fucking. Yeah, 124 grand a year. Yeah, plus a fucking great pension, which is the other thing they've all got, right? Yeah. And these are all the people who got paid not to work yeah. during the fucking uh, yeah. lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have any fucking trains, so they didn't do anything. Yeah. But they got paid massive amounts of money to fucking sit yeah. at home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and now they're asking us to pay for them to get more money. It's a great cartoon in the, in the Telegraph, I think it was, where this sort of bank of pickets all go... All, all go and like all these people can't get on trains, all standing around on platforms. Oh, yeah, I know. All the pickets going, you know, what about the workers? And all the people standing on the platform saying, we are the fucking workers. We're trying to get to fucking work and you're fucking stopping us. Don't call this a class war. This is just about them. Yeah. Lots and lots of working class people are against this strike because it will ruin their fucking lives. Yeah, but don't worry. It is a class war because all the champagne socialists yeah. are going out on fucking strike. Yeah. Barristers have now said they're going to go out on yeah, strike. Oh, yeah, we're all worried so, about that. You know, Fuck off, who I cares? mean, apparently there are some barristers who don't make a lot of money. I in don't that, care. In that case, they're not very fucking bright, are I they? don't care. Because if I you are a decent care. barrister, you make a fortune. Teachers are now threatening to go on strike. Fucking doctors are yeah. threatening to go yeah. on strike. I mean, if the fucking police went out on strike, you'd never notice yeah. the fucking difference. Yeah. Civil servants, they're all... So it's all these traditionally fucking now traditional Labour Party voters who are all basically middle-class yeah, yeah. fuckwits yeah. who have got pretty cushy jobs, who don't do very much work and who get loads of fucking time off. Yeah, and even barristers... And now they're all going on strike. A lot of barristers are probably quite right-leaning, but in the end, uh, they're represented... I don't think they are. Well, they're represented, no. they're represented by a trades union. No. It doesn't really matter what they think. It's the trades union that represents them. I mean... And all trades unionists are lefties. Well, who, what do you think the fucking human rights lawyers are? I well, mean, yeah, amazingly, none of them can... They're not right-wing. Well, none of them... They're, they're rich. No, but Yeah, but the point is is that none of them seemingly want to stop the extradition of, of fucking Julian Assange, but they do want to stop the extradition they, of some Jamaican fucking rapist and some murderer uh, because that is against their human rights. But yeah. Julian Assange, he can fucking fuck that, off that, to America even though they haven't actually charged yeah, him with Yeah, but that's not really why they want to stop, de stop all these deportations. They want to stop the deportations because that's where they make their fucking money. Yeah, right. They earn a lot of fucking... They Let's don't have get, another hero. They don't give a flying fuck about human rights they give a flying fuck about their pay packets which are fucking massive mm. and they're going to go oh a lot of junior barristers earn less than twenty thousand pounds a year well fuck them who cares they're juniors yeah right well grow up and then you learn a bit fucking more it's like people that moan about doctors yeah. oh you know junior doctors don't make very much money yeah but they'll make a fucking fortune in about 10 years time yeah. so just fucking get used to yeah, it yeah and they work these fucking they work all hours what do you think I mean, everybody else does these barristers go on strike stay on strike for everyone no one fucking cares. Uh, but what they're saying is they want a 25% increase in legal aid uh, so that they can make more money. Who pays the legal aid? We, we fucking do. Yeah. Fuck you, you bewigged cunts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunts, Absolute honestly. cunts, yeah. Barristers, Listen. who gives a fuck if you go on strike? Go on strike, stay on strike. 
And we've been training for years as well, and we'd had to sit and have all these yeah. dinners in chambers. It's such yeah. a ridiculous fucking yeah, profession. Yeah, and you know, yeah. you have to dress up like a cunt, yeah. right? Yeah. You have to sit around girly wigs. Yeah, on. Have to sit around having <laughs> fucking dinner with a load of old fogies, right? Yeah. So that they can prove that you're not a cunt. Yeah. But it turns out you are anyway. And then, yeah. and then you get to uh, sit and, and carry some of these books for a while, yeah. and then you get to have a case all your own. You know? You, do you know why, off. Mike? Like, you know why lawyers, barristers, solicitors, why they don't like journalists? because we have to spend a lot in t- of time in courtrooms for yeah. covering court watching them and we know what the general public don't know and that is that a lot of lawyers are as thick as fucking shit and fucking useless yeah. I mean the fucking lawyers I've seen in courts go bloody hell don't let that cunt ever represent me absolutely fucking useless yeah that is absolutely the idea that all lawyers are clever is an absolute no. well joke. there's nothing more funny than watching lawyers who think they're clever arguing with people who actually are clever because they're not very bright. Well, look at... Here's a great example of a lawyer. Keir fucking Starmer. Keir Starmer's a lawyer and he's meant to be a very good lawyer. But he's not a very good lawyer. He's not a very good politician. He's a complete and utter twat. Have you seen, by the way, today that David Lammy is now going to be investigated by the uh, Parliamentary Privileges Committee for not declaring 27 grand's worth of something or other? Fucking... Not quite sure They've all got their fucking fingers in the till, haven't they? So, Mike, what's the difference between a good lawyer and a great lawyer? I don't know. The good, a good lawyer knows the law. A great lawyer knows the judge. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what's that other joke? The other joke is, uh, what, what's the difference between a catfish and a lawyer? I don't know. Uh, what, what One's uh, a uh, scum-sucking bottom dweller, uh, and the other one's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. What do, you, what, what do you call... Uh, well, what have you got when you've got 100 lawyers in a room up to the next in shit? <laughs> What? Not enough shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those cunts. Everybody fuck hates lawyers. Go on strike and fuck you know. off forever. Is it? They just want us, the taxpayers, the hard-up taxpayers, to fund their six- and seven-figure salaries. Mm. Bollocks. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, David Lammy's net worth and salary. David Lammy's a politician's net worth. Well, that's not right, is it? That can't be right. What's it worth? Says he's worth eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> he's, he's not that fucking good. I'll tell you what he does. Wrong though. David I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what he doesn't fucking That's know. That's David Malley, the billionaire. Yeah. I'll tell you what he doesn't know. He put out a tweet on the weekend, right? Yeah. Picture of Stansted Airport, spelt Stansted wrong. Oh god! I mean, how that? fucking stupid do you have to be to spell Stansted you've wrong? Seen, you've seen him on Celebrity Mastermind. Oh yeah, he's yeah, not he, very he bright. Got absolutely everything wrong. Yeah, you know, including things like the date of the Second World War. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous absolute twat now here's one for the archives for, for you remember Jessie Wallace in the old uh, EastEnders days oh yeah yeah she's yeah. been done apparently she? Um, for attacking a cop after a boozy late night <laughs> bus stop <laughs> oh, Jessie, she's, she's great look pissed. here she is look Go on, you fucking wankers. Look, have a go she, at that, you fucking wankers. She is cat. She, she is, is cat for my yeah, The actress 50 was held after a row erupted outside Flex in leafy Bury St. Edmunds in front of revellers. It is understood Jessie, who was later released after being given a caution, was with her new lover at the time. A Suffolk police spokesman said a 50-year-old woman was arrested early on Sunday morning in St. Andrews Street Sunday morning. on suspicion of assaulting a police officer got cracking early. and drunken disorderly conduct. She was released without charge after receiving a conditional caution. 
she's good a, to see people still behaving like that. Jesse, isn't it? She's all right, Jessie Wallace. She's a fucking good actress as well. Yeah. Uh, but she does have a tendency to sit around isn't in she pubs one, for she, about 10 hours at a time. Yeah, she does. I mean, God love her. I mean, in this day and age yeah, of wokery. Her, good for her. This day and age of wokery, you need Human more people being, like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely good right. Old Jessie. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was the police because. Um, to be honest, it's quite surprising to find them out and about at that time of night because normally they don't like working in the evenings, do they? Well, it, yeah. Um, do you see that story today that a million burglaries have remained oh, yeah, unsolved I show, yeah. over the course of three... A million. A million. <laughs> How are you coming on with that, uh, those burglaries, that list of burglaries? We're a million down at million, the moment. Yeah, we're, we're hoping for an improvement. We just closed the cases, though, because uh, we can't get it. How can you not fucking investigate anything? What are they doing? Yeah. The fuck are they doing? Was it that you had uh, somebody tweeted in or uh, texted you to say that she reported a burglary oh, yeah. in her house and 30 seconds later <laughs> got... No, oh, three hours. Three hours later. Yeah, they got, closed we, the case. We, we, we've investigated this case and closed they've it. closed it. No, you fucking haven't. You've done fuck all. <laughs> I mean, what the, so you, you do wonder, though, don't you, what people are actually doing. Starmer, we were talking about, right, has finally filled out this poxy questionnaire that he got from Durham Police about right. three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking yeah. him three fucking weeks to fill it out. Um, he's now sent it to them. So what are they doing now? Yeah. So they've got the questionnaire. What the fuck are they doing? Well, there's a lot of people in the Labour Party are saying, is it possible to bribe the Durham police to find Keir Starmer guilty so they can get rid of that useless, boring He gun? really is useless. He's he? fucking hopeless. He's getting more useless by the he's week. He's fucking hopeless. Um, you Absolute know, Boris Johnson, I, I think he's steering himself into some serious shit. Who, uh, Boris? Yeah, but but... You know, the the one massive thing he's got going for him is Keir Starmer. Well, the other massive thing he's got going for him is not Dominic Raab. Because you not, see, today he's had to go under the uh, knife. Because Boris is in, in hospital, He's, he's had he? to go and get something. His sinuses. Fixed, sinuses. sinuses. I thought that would be Michael Gove rather than him. But yeah. It's <laughs> another story. Um, you know, yeah, just got a problem with sinuses. <laughs> got something up my nose, know, yeah. Fuck it up. It's a straw. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, what's all that blood coming out of your fucking nose for? But, um, yeah, apparently when he goes into... It's like in America. If you go into general anaesthetic, you have to hand control. Do you remember, do you remember old Al Haig, who went yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. mad? But he was right. It wasn't when, him, was it? When Reagan was shot. I'm in charge and, now. It's like, I'm no, in charge. you're not. And he was like, no, you're not fucking in charge. Because he was defence secretary yeah. and actually the vice president. No, Al, Al you're not in charge. Yeah, no, it was uh, but yeah, Dominic Raab is today our de facto prime minister. That's a worrying thought. Folks were in trouble. I think that is a slightly worrying but thought. But I tell you, to be serious, you know, so we've got this, we're now here at the beginning of this week of hell, the rail strikes, the barrister strikes, the doctor's strikes, everyone's going on strike. The whole country looks like it's in chaos. Now, the last time this happened, uh, was way back in the early 70s with Ted Heath. Yeah. Uh, when... Uh, Wasn't it late 70s with Callaghan well, as well? No, well, no, well, with Ted Heath, it was early 70s when he had to order a three-day week. Yeah, I remember all that. And he basically, after weeks of this chaos, he went to the public, to the people, and said, look, who's in charge of this country? The union's on me. This is a general election. On that issue, they voted for Jim Callaghan. Yeah. So, uh, and so he lost his job over that. Now... Uh, there are parallels to be drawn when the fucking country uh, disappears into a chaos and absolute uh, mayhem. Uh, the man at the top gets the blame, but or this the is, woman. But this is what. But this is what um, people say. It's the prime minister. But this thought. is what is going on. They are now launching this class war against the Tory party because exactly Mick, right. Lynch, yeah, I agree. Mick Lynch makes no secret of the fact that he thinks all Mick Tories are fucking scum. <laughs> Very good. That he thinks that they're all fucking capitalist imperialist bastards and that they should be <laughs> run out of office because he's a fucking communist this guy is a card carrying member 
yeah. of an organisation you know, that slogan. up until relatively Hair recently, for all. yeah, that relatively recently was supporting fucking Russia. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. had to kind of rein it back a bit since they invaded Ukraine. Yeah, started yeah. fucking murdering people. Yeah. But you know, basically, he's a fucking but. But Russian you see, we've had, we've had this. But we've had sympathiser. When you when this happens, it does happen from time to time, where all the unions come together, basically say, "Oh, we're striking for more pay," but what they're really doing is they're trying to destroy the government. Usually, the Tory they want to bring government. it down. They want to bring the Tory government down. Now, Boris. Uh, is making the mistake in my view of saying, look, all this shit that's going on, it's, it's not my fault, you know. We and he's got he's got a point. However, people go when when the country's in this shit, they go, it's the prime minister's fault. And he do. better be fucking careful. He better be fucking. Well, he careful. does have to beat them though. That's the point. He has to make sure that he doesn't give in to them, and he has to make sure he doesn't promise them anything. But if it gets to the point where everybody's on fucking strike. You yeah, know, yeah. He, he does have a fucking, yeah, yeah. he does have a massive problem. Yeah, well, yeah, one more day of shit on the bank line and Boris Johnson is finished <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, all those voters in Hampstead. Yeah, yeah, they no, really no. vote for Boris Hamp- Johnson, Actually, do they? they fucking, yeah, they all vote you know, Labour. They do. They're millionaires. Now, listen. They um, can afford to be social. Let me tell you about Manscaped this week because okay. um, it was just Father's Day. Um, but even if you didn't buy anything for your dad, if you have one at the moment, um, you can now get some Manscaped stuff for him because there's now a performance package 4.0, which includes the signature lawnmower uh, the perfect bundle uh, and it's here today and all you got to do is send off for free shipping 20 percent off with the code police at manscaped.com and what you get is the lawnmower uh, trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer which we've got the crop preserver ball deodorant the crop reviver toner performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to put it all in Lovely. so i think it's pretty damn good, good. Stuff. good um, stuff. and all you've got to do um is as i say sign up to manscaped.com you get 20 percent off just because you listen to the thought police um free shipping um and it's absolutely brilliant so yeah, it's um, good stuff we, we do use all it. this stuff we use it um, ourselves we do uh, and you can give it to you if you don't want to give it to your dad give it to your boyfriend mm-hmm. Give it to your, give it to your girlfriend if yeah. she's particularly give hairy. Give it to your girlfriend. You yeah, know. She's particular. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, normally speaking, <laughs> normally speaking you but wouldn't do that. But if you want to do that, you might want to think about getting a different girlfriend. Well, listen, <laughs> it's fine. It's a unisex thing. Yeah, no, um, it's good It's stuff. absolutely fine. So just remember, 20% off free shipping. Get the code police at manscaped.com. Mm. Now, um, coming up over in Rwanda... Uh, oh. It's the Commonwealth Heads of Government meetings. You know, I went to one of those once yeah, when yeah. I was a boy. Well, I was in my twenties, and I worked for this magazine. My first little job in journalism, working with this magazine called the Asian Post. Yeah, no, you told me about it. And I went out to New Delhi, oh, nice. and it was fucking great. Actually, I nearly stayed there. I got offered a job. Um, Delhi's, running, Delhi's running. I was only city. 23 at Love the time. India. Yeah, India was fantastic. Amazing. And place. also, when you're visiting it, you got offered a job out there. I got offered a job by this. I met this guy who was a publisher, oh. um, and they were because they loved the English. You know, they yeah, like, oh, you come from England, you must know about editing magazines. I don't know shit. You know. Yeah. Um, and he and I nearly stayed if it wasn't for the fact that I'd gone to America. And actually, we're going to talk about this because we've got this idea for our Patreon account. Okay. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about our stories of how we got to where we we are now, but where we started from. Because I'm going to be asking you about when how you got to America. Um, but yeah, so this um, Indian trip that I made, I, I totally fell in love with the place because it was amazing. And also, I loved the way that it was quite. I mean, it was some w- really weird shit. I mean, ne- never before or since have I seen somebody putting their sticking their hand in front of me, which was a leper's hand yeah. to ask for money, and they only had two fingers. And it's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> and then you look around, you look around. That's all the, you need. The, you know, the busy. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it wasn't those two, though, who was like one out there. The ones that go around on skateboards because they've got no fucking legs. That's in New York. And they just like pull them. Those yeah, are the but guys no, no, in New York. All over fucking, they're all over the, the India. It's a big really? thing there. Yeah. I didn't see too many of them, but what I did see was people carrying dead bodies to the fucking Ganges. Yeah. Like through, like on, like on, over yeah, their heads. Like there, carrying. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. And it fucking stinks, and they, they build all it those funeral stink. pyres. Well, they've got those. Just for, for burning human flesh. Also, do you remember the, um, they used to have these big sort of drains by the side of the road, which used to stink, because every time it rained, they just get overflowing. Yeah. And God knows what was in there. Oh, it's just fucking, but it's, know, it's, it's a, it's, it is. They don't even have rubbish collections. No. They just let it all pile up on the streets. It's like Britain I in mean, the 70s. It's, it's kind of weird, because what is it now, like the fifth biggest economy in the world, or sixth, seventh, or something? Mm. And, and it's, uh, and yet it's a, a dyed-in-the-wall third world country, yeah. you know, with, with no proper... Well, you, I don't know if you drove around, but we, yeah. we went Oh, yeah, to, dangerously. Uh, yeah. Very dangerous. Fucking we had a driver that took us to um, Agra to see the Taj Mahal. Yeah, I went there. And uh, the fucking guy was an absolute nutcase. And we, when you pass these trucks that had just come off their axles and they were just wrecked oh, by yeah. the side of the road because they don't fucking, you know, like, look after anything, right? This guy, he fucking... Um, we gave him money for petrol, right? And, of course, he didn't put any fucking petrol in the car. So we on the way back to Delhi. We fucking ran out of petrol. And I'm saying to the guy who was our kind of guide, I said, what the fuck did he do? He said, oh, he kept the money. He gave it to his brother. I'm like, well, what the yeah, fuck did he think that, we were going to yeah. get back? So he said, we're going to go and get some more fucking petrol. So we give him, he had a jerry can in the back of the car, gave him more money. He, <laughs> he goes off to the nearest village. Next thing we see, he's running back. We were sitting there about an hour. He was yeah. fucking running. It's a fucking crowd chasing. He'd fucking nicked it again and hadn't paid for it. <laughs> and I'm going, the fuck are these guys nuts? So we had to give these guys money again because nobody knew what happened to the original money. And then at one point, I'm sitting, I was still smoking in those days. I'm sitting in the back of the car. And, he's, and it's dark by this time. And the guy goes, and somebody leans, he goes, have you got a lighter? I went, yeah. And I sort of gave, absentmindedly gave him a lighter. And I said, what's it for? He said, he can't see where he's putting the petrol in. He just wants to... Oh, and God. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, it was the most Jesus. bizarre trip. I they're no, they're not very safety conscious. Uh, if you go up to... I went to ca up to Kashmir once. Trinidad. Oh, you told me that was where you took the opium, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, took some opium. That wasn't a great idea. Uh, <laughs> but, but the thing is, the funny thing is, you, you arrive there, right... So Kashmir is like this state in India. It's the northernmost state, but it's like nowhere else in India. It's full of Dell boys. They're all like wheeler dealers. They say, you want this, sir? Do you want this, sir? I can do this, sir, and all this sort yeah. of shit. And so there was this guy uh, who liked, started showing me and Henrietta around that appointed himself our personal guide. He was quite a nice bloke. And he says that, and uh, so he's explained to me, he said, well, the thing is that Kashmir people are different. And he said, so for example, we don't, there's conscription in India, everyone has to go in the army, except for people from Kashmir, men from Kashmir. I said, well, why don't people from Kashmir have to go in the army? He said, well, they just won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> they just say fuck it we're not doing it. so the Indian, Indian government goes oh fuck it we'll never get them to do anything so fucking brilliant yeah. um, we can't stop the podcast without mentioning um, your favourite and mine uh, Mr Joe Biden oh god the bicycle still, bicycle I'm, Joe I'm still looking at that fucking, fucking I can't stop watching it yeah 
because never in my life have I it's seen every time something funny. that funny. I haven't. Yeah. I just. It's the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. You, you, I mean, if it, if he was a comedy, <laughs> even the, thinking about that it, that fall and the way it was framed in on the video, yeah. where he slowly goes across, he and just then, goes. He stopped you, already. But a fucking professional comedy clown <laughs> couldn't have done it better, could they? I mean, if if you'd have paid a professional clown <laughs> to do that properly, they wouldn't have done it funnier, right? Huh? Fuck it. <laughs> drop dead <laughs> he just dropped it that was the other thing <laughs> he said did you, see, did you ever see that fucking video this was from last week very he upsetting was, he was just dropped dead he just dropped dead he was supposed to be paying tribute to some fucking guy who died terrible somebody. for the family the family and he actually said he just the dead he just dropped dead <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's Joe. very diplomatic that's nice yeah. Joe. Yeah, and do you know what else he's going to do despite the fact that he thinks that he's the leader of the free world apparently he's going to fucking Saudi Arabia soon right Ooh. and he's going to have to visit the crown prince you know the guy who's but, accused yeah. of being behind the whole fucking killing of uh, Khashoggi yeah but he's going to have to go to Jeddah to see them because they don't bother staying in Riyadh the capital uh, apparently for their uh uh, for the uh, summer period because it's right. too fucking hot. Too fucking hot, right. But so here he is. He's going to have to go there with his fucking begging bowl to see if he can get them to lower the price of fucking oil. Jesus What's an absolute Christ, fucking Jesus waste God. of space. But what, you know, the this thing is after he said he wasn't going to do it as well. But, you know, I don't think he should be doing it because, you know, Saudi Arabia is terrible when it comes to human rights. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, human rights. It's okay. Oh, Fuck it's, those cunts. It's terrible. They abuse human rights. <laughs> Anyway, human listen, fucking right. Fuck right Take off. Take your fucking human rights, shove them up your fucking ass, yeah. and you can take the fucking European Court of Human Rights and stick it where the sun don't fucking shine. Yeah, shut it down, cunts. Wankers. We'll see you next time. Fuck off. Come